This podcast is sponsored by Bishop F.L. Williams Senior Ministries. Welcome to How We Got Here, where Bishop F.L. Williams Senior dives deep into the challenges and vicissitudes of life and reminds listeners of their God-given rights to live the abundant life. Join the conversation with your host, Bishop Williams, as he coaches listeners to reign, rule, and dominate. Good evening, everybody. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Welcome to How We Got Here on this Monday night. Blessed the Lord be with you. Thank God for all of you. We appreciate you taking your time to be a part of the broadcast on tonight. As you know, we come to you every uh, Monday night at 7 o'clock p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time, 8 o'clock on the East Coast. Thank you so much for, for being a part, loyal listeners, on how we got here. And so I have a, a, a message tonight I want to talk about, I want to share, that I believe God dropped into my heart. So come on, hit that share button. Let everybody know we're on the air. Watch this, whatever you watch it, whatever form you watch this on, me and Alex, you watch it on, thank you. Thank you. Like us, subscribe to us, share this message. I think this needs to be heard. I'm going to share some information, make, make us think, make us think and be a part of what we are talking about on on tonight. Amen. So if you don't mind, please, man, please hit that share button. Pray you've had a great weekend and ready for a blessed week uh, this week. I decree and declare a blessed week for everyone. I decree and declare, uh, I decree and declare a blessed week for everybody uh, in Jesus' name. Amen. As you know, we begin every Monday night with Acts chapter 17, uh, verse 26, and, have, and, and it, it states, and made of one blood, all nations of men for the dwelling face of the earth. And has determined the time for appointed in the bounds of the habitation. Again, Acts 17, 26. And have made of one blood all nations of men forth to dwell on all the face of the earth. And has determined the time before appointed in the bounds of the habitation. Which means God knew when you would get here, uh, what decade, what month, what year. And, uh, and he did it all according to his plan for your life. Isn't it good to know that God had a plan for us before we was even born? Isn't it great to know that God has a um a plan in place for us that no one can can disannul or take away from. Isn't it awesome and wonderful to know that God has a plan and a purpose for us that cannot be undone by man or the will of man or uh, or, or whatever man tried to unplan. God's already planned. God went before us, declared before we were born what he had in terms for our lives. So it's an awesome, awesome time. All right. So let's get right to it. Tonight I'm going to talk about what happened or what are we passing along? What are we passing along to the next generation? Or what have we passed along? I'm standing tonight on the shoulders of my parents, my teachers, the community, the church that I grew up in as a young man. And everything I became and I am is because somebody took time for me, took time out for me. That song says somebody prayed for me. They had me on their mind, took their time to pray for me. I'm so glad somebody prayed for me. What what's being passed along? Things have shifted. Things have gotten have gotten so uh, individualized. It's now me, myself, and I. Before it was the village, it was the community. Everybody had a hand in raising children. What happened to that? What are we passing along? What are we passing along? Our children are in trouble. Our children are in trouble. Our children are in trouble. Our, our families are in trouble. The families are in trouble because what's been passed along from one generation to the next got skewed or 
or stop being passed along. I think the Bible says children are like arrows in the hands, uh, in our hands, arrows. And they go in whatever direction we point them. Our children, our families are going in the directions of what has been given them. What did, what did Psalms 1 verse 1 through 3 says? Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the light of the Lord, is in the law of the Lord. And in his law does he meditate when day and night. And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of waters that bringeth forth its fruit in its season, whose leaves shall not wither. That's what we need to leave or pass along. I'm telling you guys, it's it's but 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 our 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 priorities are so out of are so skewed in a direction that it's not beneficial or advantageous for uh, 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 for growth for our, for our families and for our children. I'm talking about children now because parents, it's on us. Grandparents, it's on us. Godparents, it's on us. Community, it's on us. How did we get to this point? Because we stopped passing along traditional morality, the teaching, what was wrong you know, 15 years ago, 20 years ago, 30 years ago. What made it be right now? If it was morally wrong, it was morally corrupt then. What makes it right now? I mean, look, 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 at, look at our at our candidates that, that we're running for office. Look, look at the political leaders that we are following. How can the church follow immoral people? Think about. I don't care what they promise you. M morality is morality. Right is just right. The Bible says when the wicked is in authority, the people mourn. Oh, oh when, 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 when the wicked bear rule, the people mourn. When the righteous in authority, the people rejoice. But when the wicked rule, the people mourn. It's by the blessed, it's by the blessed of the upright that the city is exalted. But we're too afraid to say, why you follow that man? We're too afraid of why you follow that woman. We're too afraid to say that's not right. I don't care what party you're in. Right is just right. And we care more about political affiliation than we do about uh, following in, in Christ's teaching. We do. And think of look look at the look at the present landscape. Look at the present landscape. I mean, look look, look at who's running for office. Look at what 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 what's what's uh and, and here's, here's the thing. We don't have to wonder who, who these people are. We don't have to wonder what they what they do or what they will do. They've shown us. They have shown us by not not by what they may do, but what they have shown, what they have done, and what they're currently doing. Yet we're following. So what are we? What are we leaving? What are we leaving? Pass along to our children that anything goes. That anybody can be in office. Doesn't matter what your uh, uh, moralities are. Doesn't matter what your uh, faith is. No matter what you're talking about. None of that matters anymore. And this is what we pass along. You want to know how we got to this point? What are we teaching our children? Train up a child. Did he tell us that? In the way it should go. And we get old enough to depart from it. Now, that teaching could be right teaching or wrong teaching. Whatever we're teaching them, that's what they're going to have. And when they get in trouble, <coughs> excuse me, that's what they're going to revert to. Whatever, again, Psalm 1, verse 1 through 3. Blessed, empowered, favored is the man that walketh not at the advice or the counsel of the ungodly nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law does he meditate when? Day and night. He shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of war that bringeth forth his fruit in his season, who leaves shall not wither, and whatever he do shall prosper. That's the word of God.
So who, what are we passing along? We pass along political affiliation. You, I've been a Democrat. I've been a Republican all my life. You better be this. No. What's about right and wrong? What about I don't care what your party affiliation is. Is it right? And the church is the last one. I'm going to say again. The church should be the last one to follow something that's not godly. That's not right. Come on. And, 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 and we, 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 can't, we can't overlook that. Because he's a Republican, or he's a Democrat, or he's an independent, or he's a conservative, or he's, or he's a liberal. Who cares? The book says, uh-oh, the book said, by their fruits, you will know them. You can't, you can't get corrupt fruit from a good tree, and you can't get good, good fruit from a corrupt tree. Okay, how you slice it? <laughs> but I, but, but, but we, what are we passing along? What are we sharing with our children? Train up a child and the way it should go. And we get old not depart. Right is just right if I'm guilty. It doesn't matter. If I say right is just right. I, I'm telling you. And 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 if you are willing, Isaiah 1, if you are willing and obedient, you shall eat the good of the land. But if you but if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And then he goes in Deuteronomy chapter 28, he talks about all the things when Moses told the children of Israel, he said, all these blessings shall overtake you. I mean, overtake you. That means run you down. If you just do what God told you to do. You'll be blessed in the field. You'll be blessed in the city. He'll bless your meal bag. He'll bless your flock. He'll bless everything about you. you, 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 you you'll be a blessing. All those things God promised, but it was, it, it was on. By the way, the Spirit told me today, he said, tell him, every promise has an obedience attached to it has an obedience clause. Every promise has an obedience clause. You, do we think God can reward bad behavior? We don't do it. We don't reward bad behavior. We don't reward bad behavior. We don't reward bad behavior. One more time. We don't reward bad behavior. So why would God reward bad behavior? The Bible tells us sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. <laughs> sinners shall be turned into hell and all nations that forget God. That's what he said. So uh, God's not going to reward bad behavior. Right? If, if, if you refuse and rebel, you shall be devoured by the sword, by the mouth of the Lord spoken this. But this is how we got to where we are. We stopped passing along what was right. Now is what's permissible. Now is that uh, let the kids be the kids. Let children be children. Let, let the boys be boys. Let the girls be girls. They're going to do what they want to do anyway. No. Train up a child. And the way it should go. Didn't say he wouldn't scared off. But when he is old, he not depart from it. You and I, as we as believers, are still standing on. Again, I'm standing on the prayer of my mom and dad. My mother made us go to church. To Sunday school every Sunday, it looked like. When we got older, I to understand why we had to go so much. We had to go. It wasn't optional. We had to go. It wasn't you should go. You had to go to church. Then my mother would ask us arbitrarily, what did the pastor preach about? Pick somebody, just pick one of us out and see what, what, what did he preach about. So we had to pay attention. We couldn't walk around this, in the church. We had to sit there. And, and, and that was passed along to me. And I, and, I, and, I, and I required the same thing for my children. That they had to be in church. They had to go. Now they all are grown. Thank God they all are grown, but they're all in church. Not just in church, but they're serving in the body of Christ. That was taught to me, passed it down to my children. And 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 and, and I only have one grand you don't only have one grandbaby. It's being passed down to her by her mom and dad. 
it, it just passed along. So if what happened if I had to stop saying it ain't important, it ain't necessary? What if I had to stop what, what, what was passed along to me? And that's what was happening to us. I mean, those of us, we got people who were raised up in the body of Christ, raised up serving, raised up in, in, in worship and praise. And then we stopped it. Well, I'm not going to make my children have to do it. Why? Did it hurt us? Did it harm us? Did it stun our growth? Did it make us less, less, less uh, successful? Man, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't even, I shudder to think where I would be without this, without the discipline, without the correction, without my mom being stern and firm, making us do, not optional, making us do. That's what's happening today, saints. That's what's happening today. Oh, I'm just getting started. I, 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 I got some more I want to share with you. But, 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 but what, what are we passing along? The book tells us, listen, they overcame him, that serpent, by the blood of the lamb and the word of their testimony. And they loved not their life to death. So, in other words, they overcame because of their testimony. That's what we got to keep passing along. Our children, how'd you overcome? Prayer, supplication, and thanksgiving to the Lord. God made a way out of no way, and he keep on making a way. I have been young and now I'm old, yet I've not seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging for bread. That's the testimony we got to pass along. That, that can make us overcome. We pass that along to our children. Families are in trouble today, saints. We know it. We see it. Our children are in trouble today. We know it. We see it. A good man. Listen to this. You know that a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Watch this now. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Now, that, that is material stuff as well as a legacy, as well as a teaching, as well as what, what, what has been instilled in us as what's morally correct. A good man leaves a legacy. I say spiritual legacy, a, 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 a financial legacy. Come on. A legacy of, 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 of good character. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. And I, I, and I speak that as being, again, uh, tangible, material-wise, financial-wise, but also, I say faith-wise, a spiritual legacy. A spiritual legacy that 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 we leave to our children, one of prayer, one of fasting, one of of, of being financially uh, 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 in support of the ministry, that we leave the legacy of tithing and offering, giving, and sharing. Yes, that's a legacy we leave, and 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 it 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 it, it, it kept us. And it, it is wonderful to know what what legacies can do. It's wonderful to know what teaching can do. He said, train up a child in the way it should go. And when he goes, oh, we're not depart. We have lost that. We passed, we, we stopped it. We don't do it anymore. We don't make church attendance even uh, required. Our children can do what they want to. Just because they 18, 19 in your house, you still got responsibility. Yes, 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 yes. What are we passing along to? What are we passing along? What are we passing along? That's okay to be this or that. It's okay to be uh, not pursuing spiritual your spiritual life. There's a life after death. Do we stop passing that along? Do we say now that there's, that there's no heaven or hell? Do we say now that you, everybody's all right? 
Do we do that's what we passed along? No need to no need to to, to to follow Christ. What do we pass along to our children? And we're afraid to do it because we offend people. We're afraid to say it because we're afraid, we're afraid, we're afraid somebody will stop liking us. I'd rather be unpopular and saved than be popular and on my way to hell any day of the week. This is how we got here. We can stop it though. We can put we can put a we can put a stop to this hemorrhaging. We're hemorrhaging, guys, from morality. We're hemorrhaging from righteousness. We're hemorrhaging from 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 secularism. We're hemorrhaging from 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 being so uh, uh so carnal. Carnality is everywhere. Carnality is in the church, in our homes, in us. Carnal mind in the books that carnal mind is enmity against God. And this is how we got to this point. You wanna know how we got here? We stopped passing along the truth that we want to know. We were told to contend for the faith. We stopped fighting for it. And now anything goes. Our children can do what they want to do, where they want to do it, how they want to do it, without fear of correction or discipline. When that's what kept us in line. We, we used to laugh all the time. We feared mom and daddy more than we did God at the time. We knew God had mercy. And we knew God was, was long-suffering. My mom wasn't. She wasn't. But Lord, thank her today. Thank God for that teaching. Thank God for that correction. Thank God for that discipline. And we tried to pass it along to our children. Because a good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children. Make sense? But we are where we are tonight. I'm telling you, we are where we are tonight because of what we stopped passing along. The children had to be obedient. Children, obey your parents. The Lord, this is right. Honor your father and your mother, which, uh, which is the first command with a promise. That it may be well with you, that, that thou may uh, live longer on earth. Mother, you tell, my mother, you tell us all the time, a disobedient child won't live all his days. And I thought mom was making stuff up. She was telling that a disobedient child won't live all his days. Oh, that's just a bunch of pearl William saying. Well, that's Bible. So it's not God's will for our young kids to be dying. It's not God's will for our young folk to be dying in the streets. That's not God's will. It's not God's will. But we got to teach it. We got to teach it. Moses told the children of Israel, he said, you got to teach it when you get up in the morning. God said, teach them my commandments. When you get up in the morning, when they sit around the day to eat, when they walk around the wayside, when they get ready to go to bed, teach them my commandments. He said, teach them so they can keep them. Because if we don't know something, we can't keep it. The Bible says my people are destroyed, saints, for the lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. So who, want you, who, who, want you, who do you think wants us to walk in ignorance? The enemy, the devil, Satan, Lucifer. So if he keep us in ignorance, we can't get the things of God. The secret things, the mysteries of God. That's hidden from ones who don't know God. But the book says you shall know the truth. Truth shall make you free. You shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Make sense? Watch this. When we stop passing along truths, then lies become reality. Oh, my, somebody please put that in the comments so folks can see it all over again. When we don't teach the truth, when we don't pass along truth, lies become reality or acceptable. Acceptable behavior, acceptable behavior that is really not acceptable become reality or become normal. Unrighteous become normal. Evil become normal 
when we don't teach the truth. Only the truth will make us free. Only the truth will set us free. This is how we got here. You wanna know how we got to this point? We stopped passing along truths and we pass along our feelings. Follow your heart. No, the book never told you to follow your heart. It never told you to follow your heart. For the book says, man's heart is wicked. The heart is wicked. It's deceitful and desperate. Matter of fact, it's deceitful and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Who can understand it? And you, you think God wants you to follow that? <laughs> Absolutely not. We follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. When we don't teach that, when we don't spend time teaching it, then the unrighteous becomes the teacher. What are we teaching our children? What are, we, what are we telling our children? This is what I wrote down before I came out this evening. Again, our children are like arrows. And they go in whatever direction we point it and release it. No directions, somebody will give it to them. No teaching, somebody going to teach them. No words, somebody going to give them one. No guidance, somebody going to guide them. They're going to get it from somewhere. Life going to teach them one way or the other. Either we going to teach them or someone else going to teach them. But that's how we got to what we have. That's how we got to what we got today. We stopped passing along. Do good. We stopped doing, we, we, we stopped passing along forgiveness. We stopped passing along uh, peace, long-suffering, joy, meekness, temperance. And now, eye for an eye, two for two, whatever you want to do to me, I'm going to do it back to you. That's what we passed along now. But that's how we got what we have right now tonight, on this Monday night. How much time, this is a question that I, I want to share with us, how much time are we spending with our youth about financial matters? How to prepare, that you don't spend more than you make, that you got to invest something in yourself. You got to pay yourself with every paycheck. How much do we tell them about your paycheck is not a, a harvest, it's a seed that produces the harvest? How much do we tell them about that? That, that? that it's not what you wear that makes you. It's not what you drive that makes you. It's not even where you live that makes you. It's who you are inwardly that produces who you are outwardly. How much time do we spend with them? They spend time on social media. It's been time uh, through the pages of all social media outlets. And how much time do we spend informing them about finances? Other coaches do. What do we do? How many times did the dollar turn over in our community? Once. We get it and go to the next, it goes to somewhere else to spend. Our dollar don't turn over for one time in our neighborhood. What happened to them? What passed along about being sure you put something up for a rainy day? Because the rain's going to come. Events is going to rain. Events we're going to have something we have to have to have something to pay for. But if I spend more than I make, if I, and we're, we're some of the uh, biggest consumer spenders on the planet. We, 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 we're sharp, we look good, smell good, drive good, live good. But what happens when we can't do it anymore? Who take care of us? What are we teaching our finances? Number two, how much time we, we spend about goal setting? 
If you fail to plan, you really plan to fail. Goals. I think the scripture says, commit the way to the Lord. Trust in him. He shall bring that thing to pass. Submit it to him. Commit that thing to the Lord. Trust in the Lord. Commit that way to the Lord. Make the Lord your delight. He gives you the desires of your heart. That's goal. That's goal setting. Plan it until God, God, God direct me to do this. How do I do this? How much time we spend with, with our youth? So when they get older, start working for themselves, they have, they have a, a, a framework that they can that they know. They've seen mom and daddy, uncle and auntie, cousins and them, grandmama and them, granddaddy and them. They've seen pictures of this happening. Plans of this happening. How much time do we spend teaching our children finances and about goal setting? If we fail to plan, we're really planning to fail. How much time do we spend with that? How much we pass that along? You don't know how we got to this point? You don't know how we making money, but it, like putting money with a bag, a, ho a bag with holes in it? It comes to our hand and leaves, come down community one time and leaves, turns over just one time? That's how we got to where we are, saints. How much do we spend just talking about life? That it ain't easy. There's nothing that's given you. That is earned. That difficult times, yes. But tell him we made it. And we made it by prayer. Supplication with thanking to the Lord. By keeping him first. Do you know what the Lord says? Seek ye. Don't worry about what you're going to wear. Don't worry about what you're going to eat. That's not even should be your concern. But your first priority is to what? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you, which means given to you, not earned, given. Do we teach that to our children? Have we passed along kingdom principles to be sure you seek God first before you go to work, before you, before you, before you go to, to, to make your mark in the world? Put God first in everything. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord, remember, with all thine heart, Lean not to thy own understanding. All thy ways acknowledge God. He direct your path. I remember my brother, Apostle Perry Williams, Jr. in Chicago. When I went out to college, never forget, he told me, a man wants you to learn Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. At the time, I, I don't know if I even read it. I don't know if I even read it, but I, I do know that I, 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 I put it to memory. Been, I've been quoting this since I was a freshman in college. 50, what, 51, be 51 years ago this year that I was a freshman in college. And I put that thing in memory. Trust in the Lord all your heart. Lean not to thy own understanding. All the ways acknowledge God, he'll direct your path. I lived that. Began in my freshman year. For four straight years, I never went to bed until I read the Bible every night before I went to sleep. I never closed these eyes until I read the word every night before while in college. I read it so much, my roommate, my roommate started doing the same thing with me. He started doing it with me. And then that, that times I remember a couple several times I said, "Man, I'm tired. I'm going to bed at night." He said, "Rumi, you ain't, Rumi, you ain't read your Bible yet." He would remind me I hadn't read yet. He picked that up from me doing it every night in front of him. Every night before I went to bed, I read, I read that word because it started with because my mom raised us in church to go to church and to, to remember what God said. But my Apostle Perry Reason gave me that verse, Proverbs three, five, and six: Trust in the Lord all your heart. Lean not to your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge God. He'll direct your path. That's what I pass along to every young person I can. That's a promise from God. 
That's a promise from God. We don't have to walk around and wonder what we're going to do. We don't have to wonder around how things are going to work out. God tell you how it's going to work out. If you put me first, Matthew 6, 33, seek ye first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness, all these things will be added to us. Do we pass that along? Are we giving our children that spiritual life? How much time are we spending them about their spiritual life? That there is a life after death. That's a hell to, that's a hell to shun, heaven to gain. He that believes in the baptized shall be saved. For God so loved this world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him shall not perish, have everlasting life. Are we passing that along? Or just saying, just find you, serve who you want to serve? No, as a born again believer, as a Christian, the book tells me that there's no way to get to God but by Christ. Now, you, you can pick whichever one you want to get to, how you want to see that, but this is what we believe as, as born again believers. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the light. Can't nobody come to the Father but through me or by me. That's the word we, that we live on. That's what I'm passing along. But we stop that. Now it's everybody, every man on his own. Do what you want to do, how you want to do it, when you want to do it. And that's how we got to where we are tonight. What are we passing along? How much time do we spend on self-respect for yourself? That you take care of yourself, that you grow up to be the person you want to be without young people. Instead of the streets teaching them, instead of social media teaching them, instead of somebody else teaching them. How much time do we spend? Now kids get home, they go to their room, they get to their, get on their cell phones, they go to, uh, you know, got six or seven, eight-year-old kids with cell phones. Why? So they can call us at school? Where's they going to be at? What, what, where's going to seven, eight, nine, ten-year-old, eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old be but in school or at home that they got to call you? Just things we do. And so that becomes the teacher. Social media has now become the teacher. Social media has replaced parenting. Social media has replaced parenting. They get all the information from social media. That can be some of the biggest lies ever been told. But that's how we got here. Oh, I'm not beating up social media. No, I'm on it. You listen to me now on social media. But priority. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his rightness. All these things will be added unto you. Life itself. How much time we spend it? What are we leaving our children? What are we passing along? You shall know the truth, and that truth shall make you free. Whom the Son set free, he is free indeed. As I close tonight, I urge us, I challenge all of us, let's pass along a legacy, not just finances and material stuff, but a spiritual legacy, a, a, a moral legacy, a character legacy that people can see after we leave this earth, we made an impact. That's more joy over the repentance of one sinner than 99 and just saints that need no repentance. God cares about every last one of us. Not one soul does he give up on. And not, neither can we. Thank you for tonight for tuning in. This is how I see tonight is how we got to this point. I pray that just, just challenge us, that's all. Have a great week. Be back next Monday night, another, another session on how we got here. Till that time, God bless you. See you next week. We hope you are blessed by today's message and will be encouraged to share it with someone you know. To catch all the latest from Bishop Williams, please visit flwilliams.org. That is E-F-F-E-L-L-Williams.org. Thank you for listening. We look forward to you joining us next time.